Good morning, brothers and sisters. I'm just Joe, no title. And I'm so glad that you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And today is a glorious day to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and there is no other. Amen? Amen. And so now, brothers and sisters, before we get into the Word, I'd like to share something personal that is personal to me with you. I grew up with a dad that was loving. He always had faith in God. He would comment on that. And I saw it in him. But he lived a wild and crazy life in a wild and crazy town. And so he was a man that was entrapped in sin and would go to the bars and carouse. It wasn't good. And so, as a young man, uh, even a boy, uh, a teenager, uh, I would mention things to him, you know, to get him on the right track. And when I got into my early 20s, anytime I had the opportunity to share Jesus, to get him on track, to tell him, hey, you know, you got to straighten up. Because it would be my worst nightmare that my dad, how much I loved my dad if he went to hell. And he was on the path to hell. It didn't matter if he believed. You know, James says, even the demons believe and tremble. So you got to live for Jesus, amen, amen. And so the story ends with a happy ending. Before he dies, he does repent genuinely in his heart, mind and soul, and I'm very confident that he is in the paradise of heaven. And someday I will see him again. Amen. Amen. And so now, brothers and sisters, today's message is awakening to the children. And so if you brought your Bibles today, please turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 16. And let me lay the stage. It's a parable. Actually, it's not a parable. It's a true story. And it's a true story because someone in this story is named. And parables don't have names. And the name of that individual is Lazarus. And he's a poor man. And he's at the gate needing a handout. Uh, there's a rich man in this story. And the rich man has all luxuries, fine clothes. He eats like a king, literally. And... This poor Lazarus would be at the bottom of the table just hoping to get crumbs from the bottom of the table. And so let us uh, pick up the story in verse 22. So it was the beggar died and was carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in hell, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Torment, brothers and sisters. And you see, he loved his brothers at home as I loved my dad. But this was too late. This rich man had no time left 
to even save his own soul, much less his brother's soul. Amen. Amen. So now the second passage we'll read is found in the book of Mark, chapter 9, and we'll read verses 43 and 44. This is Jesus talking. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Now I want to emphasize here, it says where their worm does not die. Their worm is their soul and they live forever and ever in hell fire and the fire is never quenched. Are you hearing me, brothers and sisters? People think, well, if I go to hell, I'm just going to burn up. You know, like they cremate bodies and nothing else is going to happen. No, brothers and sisters. Hell is a real place. And they're going to be tormented and gnashing of teeth. In the lake of fire and brimstone where the fire is never quenched and their worm does not die. So, brothers and sisters, I want to ask you today. If you have children, if they died tomorrow or today, where would they go? You know, people say they believe in God. If you believe in God, you're going to believe in the word of God. It's the truth. It's faithful. It doesn't lie. And hell is a real place. And if people are not serving God, taking them as their master, their teacher, their example, believe his doctrine and obeying him, they are not going to be in the kingdom of God with our Lord and Savior. And so, brothers and sisters, if you are here today and you have children that you brought up to be a Christian, but they have fallen aside, the thorns have choked the Holy Spirit out of them if they were saved at all to begin with. And they are living a sinful life because, brothers and sisters, if you do what you want, you're serving yourself. You're not serving God. You're not serving the Lord, your Savior. Never think you're so close to God that you can do what you want because you can't. So brothers and sisters, I'm appealing to you today to wake your children up. When they come in and out of your house, say something to them. Have you gone to church? Are you attending a church, a good Bible teaching church? Are you reading your Bible? Do you pray? Do you pray to your Lord and Savior? Do you pray to God the Father in Jesus' name? Ask those questions. And I've got to tell you, when I would speak to my dad, my dad was an intimidating man, far bigger and stronger than I was, I will tell you that, of most men. And he lived a bad life and he was a bad man, but did not stop me from telling him he needed to change his life. And I would tell him until he would tell me, shut up. And I would shut up. You got to listen. The word of God says, are you going to fear a man that can kill you and do nothing else? Are you going to fear God who can kill you and send you to hell? There's another scripture where Paul tells the congregation, I was sad that I made you feel bad, but I was okay with it because it, it changed you and you turned to repent, to change from your sinful ways. You understand? 
So brothers and sisters, do what you can to save those children, to wake them up and tell them if they want God's love, they need to show God that they want the love. You know, we know and everyone preaches that God loves everyone and he does. The love is incredible love, over the top love, agape love, which is Jesus kind of love. Because God sent his only begotten son to come incarnate in a human form to die for your sins and mine, was buried and arose to redeem us back to God. And Jesus was obedient unto death. So he is a loving God. But he only loves the ones that serve him. Those are the ones that get to spend eternity with him. He loved Abel's sacrifice. He hated Cain's sacrifice. He loved Jacob. The word of God says he hated Esau. You think he's going to hate somebody and, and be with them in the kingdom of heaven? No. Esau did not obey God's love. Okay. If you want to make it, you've got to serve him indeed. And you've got to wake your children up, brothers and sisters, because we are in the last generation. And God, Jesus himself, Yeshua, is coming for his church. And you need to be ready and get your children ready because he's coming in our generation. And he can take your child just like that in an accident tomorrow, today. War, we could, war could break out. War is already here with Russia and Ukraine. What's Russia doing? It's going where? Where they have the biggest, largest nuclear plant in Europe. That's not a mistake. That's not a coincidence. He wants to take over the world. We are headed for World War III. You need to be ready to meet your maker face to face and get your children ready, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. So tell your children not to do what they want to do, but to follow Jesus. And to follow Jesus is to take him as your master, your teacher, your example. Believe his doctrine and obey him. Amen. Amen.